0: Hey everyone! Welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, and various things happening eventually in and around Central Florida. Hopefully soon, but the way the numbers are going, possibly not. Nah, man. You're as thinking, always, you're about it all wrong. This is your host Tony and our co-host, as always, Nick.
1: Nick. And I'm telling you, thinking about it all wrong, man. Like I'm t- like you know what it is I you keep on like saying like you know waiting for things to happen stuff like that but you the perspective I have already is I'm waiting for the adaptation like I feel like people are not realize people are starting to realize this is the norm and that's when we're gonna start to adapt I'm telling you you know why real quick real quick story yeah go ahead I saw somebody post a picture of this and I thought this was like genius and this is what I mean like when we have to adapt to the, the current situation so somebody built. This very specialized kind of like, like almost like a, a food truck type situation, mm-hmm. but for getting your getting your nails done. So basically, what happens is this: it's this truck with this white background, and then there's like glass partitions with these two holes, like on, in front of the partitions.
0: So a mobile a mobile nail station.
1: Basically, so you get your manicure done, you get your you know like nails on whatever, and you walk up, and the person behind the glass is in full like hazmat style thing. Like, you know, they have the face masks, they have the plastic cover, they have the gloves. So they on their side, they're showing you like listen, you're not gonna get it from me. But even then, you know, you're putting your hands into it and I'm sure they they're they're purifying it and you're outside because yeah. they're driving around. So I'm like, head like you know that's what I'm saying, like that's that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the people to figure out how to adapt. Ultimately figure out how to make some money in this current situation, but in, in a way figure out how to adapt. And I'm, those events are going to adapt as well. And I'm waiting for that.
0: If anything, it's going to be all virtual. Like I think much. even
1: virtual is, is 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 not enough. Like in the sense of virtual in the sense of, okay, like I said it from like months ago, whatever. I'm waiting for player one to start. Ready that's, player one.
0: That's way beyond us right now. No, it isn't. I just yes. think it's
1: not what well, it's, it's way beyond commercializing. But I think because of the current situation, commercializing that type of technology is priority. So no, I don't think it's too far away. And the thing is, really, what was it? Because nobody, it, he had to buy a special suit to feel people touch him. Yeah. Right. But otherwise, it's just a a headpiece and earpiece. That's it.
0: Yeah, of course. But that's that it,
1: technology exists.
0: It does. No, no, it definitely does. It's. It, I think it's the situation with that is, I guess they don't have the suit. They don't have a suit, and then plus everything. Yeah, but again, was, nobody if, wore if, like if everything. It, it wasn't like. Um. Like how they do like the Oculus Rift and like virtual reality. Mm. It it's very you're you you see your hands and you see what you're looking at, but that one, the way they portrayed it is that it's so immersive. It's yeah. like you could physically be there and look around and different forms. I think I think <laughs> I you yeah, see I feel it. like you're
1: describing Oculus Rift though.
0: No, I know, but you have a separate you know the separation between that. And how player, uh, Ready Player One was. There's a separation of like... Well, I, I'll like, be honest you with get... you. I haven't
1: tried virtual reality since I was like... Like in my teen... Like when I was a teenager. Like that That was back in the day when you're walking around in that big circle thing. You know, in a weird place in that huge helmet thing. So I haven't tried the new technology to know if the new one is so How immersive it really is. You no,
0: know, it, it is. But it's still in the early stage. It's still... Advance from where you last are, yeah. but it's still in the early, way too early stages to have it to be in the in in the atmosphere of I know. what you but want. Well, I guess what I'm
1: saying is, the current situation is forcing is going to force people that to exceed, deal with that
0: might accelerate the process. Yeah, because but. the
1: faster they can they can put out something that's even remotely workable, passable to to the common user, the faster that person that particular market is going to blow the hell up. Just yeah. saying, anyways. Sorry, I just needed to like get that out because I don't know. I'm just I'm just like I'm the kind of person I see opportunity in everything and I know this is a mess of situation and this is horrible for everybody, but I have to there has to be light coming out of every situation.
0: No, of course. No, definitely. But And
1: I think innovation and adaptation and like technology, it's gonna advance, especially us as people. Like if we are taking this opportunity to try to better ourselves with the time that we do have, I think we're gonna see people that
0: yeah, adapting and improvising. Exactly, much. Oh, but, wait, I love that. So, anyways, but I I just love the the sense mm. of going to events and socializing with people on, uh, uh, like an actual in real life situation. Not you. You just wanted to be like no. <laughs> I'm just saying a, like, that is that like is
1: that that is something we do. That is something. I was a club photographer, man. That's exactly what I but I captured every weekend Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. All I'm just saying is that that that's one way of connection. And although it's a great way of connection and you know, you might say there's nothing that compares to it and that's fine, but we, we, I think we're going to take an opportunity to discover new ways and not because not just in this case, it's not just because we want to try it's because we have to.
0: Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. all right, let's, let's get on with the news. (laughs) Let's <laughs> get right into it because i know we would, we would stay here for hours of going course of course so the first one is uh what dropped this week was a mm-hmm. two minute clip it was a three, two or three minute. Yeah, three minute two to three minutes because it was like two minutes and like 47 seconds or yeah something like that. it was a like two to three minute um look first look of the boys season two yeah uh that's dropping on amazon prime um i liked it uh the, the new character that they have. I, I think even well,
1: she... That wasn't part of the, the three-minute drop, but I know what you mean. That was part of another clip where, you know... She
0: was introduced.
1: Yeah, which I guess she represents more... Because I don't know when the boys itself, the comic book, was, like, written out and, you know, and you know all this stuff. But she feels like a very modern version of, like, society, like people.
0: Yeah, she... Uh,
1: like, Twitter, you know, like, she's, a tw- like, everything's being tweeted, everything's being... Like, visualize. She, she's, she's up front. She, she's up.
0: Yeah, she's trying to keep everything transparent.
1: Yeah, she, well, not just that, but she that's what she does. She's, like... Like, everybody... If you notice, everybody else, they're all about the image. They're all about yeah. publicity. But they do it in a way where it's more professional. They get... that And everybody is, like... Everything's very crafted. Mm-hmm. In this case... No, this is more publicity in today's world where... You know i so saying? Like, think about it. We don't... We don't necessarily look at commercials to, to see how people are portrayed. We go... We just watch their facebook or we watch their instagram you know stuff like that yeah. because we're, we're trying to find more up to date more reality of it so that's what i'm saying i think that's what she represents
0: yeah she does she 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 brings uh social media more into the forefront like you were saying yeah exactly that she she's capitalizing on that and i think uh from that clip alone i i think is going is going to create uh more of a chaos that that the the rest of the 7 are going to have an issue with because yeah, she's exposed, she's gonna be exposing things that she shouldn't be exposing. Yeah, and I think they're gonna fall into a thing. I think they may kill her,
1: or maybe <laughs> she might do something like, like again, she might she might end up doing something to them. Like you know, you don't know how it's because like again, they've always had this crafted image, and she's kind of basically showing you the background of it. But um, the other part was the three minute clip, which was not the the. The, the the normal seven are not in it. The only person you see is the um, Homelander. Hmm. Homelander. No, no, no. No. No, not in the three minute clip. The three minute clip was just uh, um Noir.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes.
1: So I, I like that idea because basically again it just shows the dynamic of the group and it just looks like while, wow, you know, Homelander and uh I forgot the the Wonder Woman version of their world is name, but Basically, all these other characters that are there, they're just... Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve. They're all just there for publicity and and, um, showing the public. Yeah. That's the only time they ever show up. That's the only time they ever do anything. It seems like noir... Like, you don't see noir in the normal. Like, I didn't see him too much in the last one. No. But I think that's what he's there for. He's there to get the job done. And these guys are just going around to show face and smile. So I'm hoping what they expose more is like... That Homelander might not be as powerful as he thinks he is. You know, something yeah, like that.
0: Because yeah. we we, talk, we discussed that because in the first season they were like, oh, he always had somebody he had a, addressed to. Like, and well, the, in this
1: case, I mean, he's still the same person, but he yeah. but he was uh, under the other person's, that girl's, that lady's influence. Yeah. Um, But, and again, this might show why, like, he's submissive to them. Because the way they showed the first season, they wouldn't show why he would be, why would he be, like, if he's that powerful or whatever and all this stuff, like why, why is he submissive to anybody? But I think that's what they're going to establish. And I think that's what they're going to establish that. Like, he's really not like, he doesn't really he basically just there for like, uh, um, this, the show. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and right. also I was going to, I was wondering is because it clearly seems like, I don't know if this is the same, uh, the guy he killed together, like, yeah, the guy that killed in the three minute thing, whatever. I don't know if that's the same character from the end of the last season.
0: I don't remember. I didn't remember the last season. But
1: it would bother me if basically the only power they end up giving, you know, people like in that country or, you know, based on that culture or like any basically terrorists in general is just the ability to blow themselves up.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. I just I find it bizarre. And I'm like, OK, a little like it would be it, the whole point is that everybody's different. So it'd be weird if they just gave, you know, certain terrorists the same exact power. Yeah, <laughs> that this is, this just is, this is be so weird. Um, what else? Like
0: uh, the next one news is uh, Scott Pilgrim is in is in talks or in discussion to being a animated project by uh, Edgar Wright.
1: So I was looking at that, and they were talking about how it's uh, sorry that it might be like a, a movie, another movie, but it's gonna be an animated movie.
0: Yeah, but they they don't. I don't know if they're gonna do a continuation to it is is gonna be it felt like it, the way I was reading and understanding it was going to be a spin-off from it.
1: Okay. So I mean, I'm just wondering because I I don't know Scott Pilgrim that way. Um but obviously the whole point is that he 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 gets rid of the seven or he, the seven like all the all, all the powerful characters from the first one.
0: Yeah, all the ex-boyfriends.
1: So I just wonder how this is going to play out too.
0: Yeah, but I I so the thing with Scott Pilgrim is that it was technically a um theatrical flop. Like well,
1: if you really think about it, because I was thinking, I was doing research on this the other day. Most, cla- most movies uh, are cult classics, cult classics, or actually theatrical. Like, I mean, um, like the stuff that we remember from childhood, stuff that we remember in general. Like, if you really look back on a lot of these movies, they weren't not always
0: theatrical. Yeah, blockbusters, blockbusters.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I think it's more after the uh, the two thousands that we started getting more blockbusters that coincide with. Uh, you know, legend movie, legendary movies. Yeah. But no, for the most part, I think when we were growing up, the ones, I mean, that's called was a from the 2000s. I'm just saying, it's like there's a lot of movies that follow cult, that cult classic, whatever yeah. nature. They they were just theatrical bombshells. But that just shows you, you know, that doesn't, you know, just because a movie doesn't make money doesn't necessarily mean it's bad.
0: No, no, of course not. Of but course. I'm sorry, I, I cut but your but point off. No, yeah, yeah, no, because the thing with that one is that they've discussed it and they were like, it, it aged well throughout times because it just, it was ahead of its time that people didn't understand the concept of it and how, and how the mixing of that story and the the idea. No, it was of
1: perfect. It. it was it was a really good. Like, I mean, every little detail was very game related, very anime related. Everything was 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 very thought out, very yeah, methodical. To
0: the point that they they were actually thinking about doing a ten. I think it's a ten year. I think it's a yeah ten year re release, four K for theatrical well. Wow. Just, just so people to appreciate it on that. You know what's crazy though
1: is that that movie was so well made and visually beautiful like that that I'm really surprised um, they never really made like a movie. Uh, it's counterpart. Like they never made another movie a like that. A twin movie?
0: Hmm? A twin movie? I didn't
1: say twin but just like another movie that that kind of had the same visuals that was that good. Like I don't know. Yeah. I just I, I just felt like no, nobody ever matched it.
0: Yeah. So um, it it does look like it's going to be um, they haven't gave a lot of details, so, but it's gonna be like a spin off off of it. I don't think it's gonna be a direct sequel to it. Mm-hmm. It's probably be a spin off with Scott Pilgrim in it. So just to see the adventures, maybe something with touring with the band and he has to fight other bands to be the an ultimate like band of the world or something like that. So that's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's get on to the next one, which is that Universal. No, is it Universal? Yeah, Universal. Universal is in. Um, is going to do a Twister reboot. See, okay, but do you remember Twister? Yeah, I saw it a few. Oh, I saw it last week, actually. Before, oh, you saw it last week before this news came up. I saw it last week. I just didn't think like,
1: like when I think of Twister, I think of more of a romantic kind of like movie, more than I do think about like a visually like stimulating movie. As far as uh, you know, the the weather thing is concerned, like I don't know. I just I hate the fact that i mean i guess i feel like they always just reboot safe movies you notice that like they don't want to reboot classics because then people will get upset they don't want to reboot bad movies because they were bad movies whatever so they reboot like that medium movie
0: and and that's what i like i think this one is worth a reboot you think so i think so because Mm -hmm. um one like how you said it wasn't um it was a decent movie at the time it came out and but it was more like again it was i don't even, i don't remember the hurricanes that's it it was not even, it was not even hurricanes. hurricane oh, 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 tornadoes. Uh, tornadoes i don't remember i don't remember them like but that's the best part about it this, that's the best thing about it is that mm-hmm. it's not a super bad movie mm. that you're like it was bad when they first did it why try tried to right, why try to re- redo that chemistry or whatever that story is but at the same time, it wasn't such a great movie that people was like, "It's such a great movie, why do a reboot? It's not worth it." This falls into the realm, and this is what I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Into it, is that this falls into the movies that are good enough that are are substantial enough, or that I think are worth a reboot. They're definitely this one's definitely worth a reboot to remake into more of a current time, definitely. And and that's the thing I want to do is next week I'm putting a challenge on you for both of us. We're gonna come up with five movies. That we think are worth a reboot.
1: See, but okay, back back to what you were saying though. And I, I you know, just to, just kind of clarify our thought process, especially with the challenge you just presented. Um, if you're gonna do uh, a reboot, right? Yeah. Because, like you said, hey, there's some movies that are worth it. Do a movie where the idea and the premise is solid, but the execution was was not well done. Which, I mean, there is a library of movies that fall into that category. I just felt like. The premise is about a bunch of people that fought that, that chase tornadoes, right? That's what they do. That's what the whole movie is.
0: But... It was, there was more to that, though. Really? Was it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. There's a bunch the, of people the, that chase tornadoes trying to get a new technology... Up in the air. Exactly. But the thing is, how old is that movie? That technology would have already been, ex- like, old five yeah, so years after that movie. But
0: this is something... Has to be something beyond that at that point.
1: Yeah. I guess what I'm just saying is, like, I mean, what? Maybe if you're gonna try to maybe study study other weather pattern, w- other weather patterns or something. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt like the whole thing with um tornadoes, like this as well as a tornado chasers, and there literally was a TV show called Tornado Chasers
0: that yeah. I just I, I felt
1: after like after the movie
0: came out, they exa- did, might, it, maybe yeah, uh, it was right after the movie came out. They did Tornado Chasers that people would just chase them, and, and yeah. it was like a reality when reality TV was booming mm-hmm. at the time, like early two thousands. That's when it did it. But that's what the thing is. Is like I feel... I, when I saw it, I was like... I re, and it, the funny thing is I just recently saw the movie. And I was like, you know what? I'd watch it. I'd watch it just for the fact that I'm like, you know what? This deserves a reboot. It, this, this is a movie you know that what? I, I would call... like if they, There's movies that I'm like, they're untouchable to me. Do not re, redo it. Remake it. Reboot it. Don't even give it to me at 4K. Just give it to me the way it came out. And the standard... Forty, uh, 40p, forty p, 48480
1: p, like done. You know what's funny is like I feel like this movie follows a very specific pattern with other movies in the sense of um, if you were to take away like tornado part, the characters and whatever, you literally can take movies down to guy, um, girl, have passed, chase something dangerous, dangerous thing comes back. Right? I mean that's. So that's basically what this movie is, right? They whatever, right? So then you got Congo, you got uh 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 what was the one? Uh Lake Placid. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they all feel like they follow the kind of the same pattern. So if you're gonna go through that, I'd rather see Lake Placid again.
0: Lake Placid? Yeah,
1: I really liked it. Like it was it was not the best movie, but for some reason I, I enjoyed it.
0: I didn't like it at all.
1: Really? Lake yeah. Placid? Do you remember it?
0: Yeah, with the crocodile. Yeah, alligator. It was like a massive alligator. Yeah, it
1: was like a the size of like a football field or something. I don't know. It was huge. Yeah. It was not a football field, but you know, it was yeah. like a semi truck. It a was, in, it was s-
0: set, set in was set in Maine, I think it was. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Betty White was in it. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> That's the only thing, one of the few things that stood out to me throughout the whole movie was Betty White. Yeah.
1: Well, the few things that stood out to me for Twister was uh, Jack Black.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny. He made it. He made it come. He made it uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, but that's what moments. I'm saying
1: is like, so now you're going to have to get somebody, Josh Grad I guess <laughs> like, you gotta get somebody who equally matches that kind of energy if you're going to, because that's, again, that's what I remember about the movie. I don't remember any of the other actual topics of the movie,
0: but you know something? I, the only thing I wouldn't mm-hmm. want in it, if it, if it's anything as a homage mm-hmm. to, the, to the original would be the cow. The
1: cow scene?
0: The cow scene because that's one that's one of the things that's always stood out to me. Oh, for, he gets the, close to the camera, move. Yeah, he goes Moo, and just goes back around and into the twister. Yeah. So, uh-huh. So th- with that going on, we're going to go into um a TV show. Yeah. Uh well, it was announced that a lot of uh because this whole uh movement that's going on and a lot of uh, TV stations and mm-hmm. programs are are going more uh, keeping the ethnic or cultural correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Family Guy was one of them that the actor that plays Cleveland, uh, I think his name was Mike Henry, is stepping down from the role um, to allow a black actor to voice a black character. Yeah. Um, And the uh, the other company that's following suit is um, Simpsons, but some of their characters. They are... Uh, some of them are stepping down from the role where mm-hmm. like, they played a either. I think there's one that they're going to bring back for Apu, um, like how they did for Cleveland. And they're going to give more of an authentic or, or somebody of that culture into that role. Your thoughts? So <laughs> you No, no,
1: no. I, I was just thinking about because, you know, I, one of my biggest one of my biggest pet peeve and and uh, people that watch anime, I think, understand this part is when you get used to a voice for a character, that, that becomes like your 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 norm for that person, that specific character. Yeah. So, like, for example, Bleach. Bleach, I think I saw the first... I, think it's like, I forgot how many seasons, like, whatever. But I saw, like, 75% of the show based on the animated voice uh, that came with whatever, the Americanized version of it. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, the last season, the last two seasons or whatever didn't have that so i had to watch it in the original japanese version yeah which i'm sure people argue i should have done that from the beginning But whatever but once i got used to the first voice and then i started to hear the original voice yeah it, it, it just irritated me it bothered me just because i had to like i just felt off right mm-hmm. so while i understand and i commend their effort for what they're doing um i just i feel like maybe they should do that with new characters rather than replace characters that are already established, you know, because
0: I mean, I don't know. I get the argument. It's just, I guess it was the, the character, the actor that playing that character is so established for so long that, but again,
1: it wasn't that nobody forced him. He decided to do it. No, this no I, his, no, his I understand record. that. Yeah. I
0: understand that. But on, on the aspect of looking at the fans like you, cause you're a huge mm-hmm. uh, family guy fan. Yeah. That if they replace him, the voice might not, actually hit it's going to hit well, it won't.
1: i don't think it would because i mean then what's the point if you're going to replace it with with another actor for whatever reason you know if you feel maybe i mean it, that you maybe take the job or, or the voice is not culturally correct however you want to put it then you embrace the new voice you have to i mean yeah then we're just basically gonna find a voice to just mimic i mean because think about it you're an actor And, you know, you want to establish a character. And especially in this case, that should be your character. That should be who you are. And they say, well, you know, the other guy sounded like this. So we need you to sound exactly like that. Just like, that would be like, just hire him. Like, you know, stuff like that. So it just... It's like, if you
0: don't like what I'm bringing to the table with my voice. So that's what I'm saying.
1: I don't... And especially family guy. I think family guy is smart enough to know that whole trying to make this person sound like a... They they won't work. So they're better off. They're probably going to do something where they they make a kind of a joke about it like Cleveland. you sound completely different like yeah something like that but i don't know let's see because in all honesty there was for most characters you know voice is more of identification but for cleveland it felt like cleveland's voice um like mimicked his personality in the show yeah because he was a very like he was so different than any than anybody else in the show in the sense of like how he was and how he reacted and he was so uptight but yet so i don't know it was a very very interesting character and i just felt the voice perfectly matched it perfectly like showed it so i don't know we'll see how it plays out um but again i think it would have just been more in line to just make sure like make that effort continuing forward um just because i don't know how it's gonna play out i don't know if i'm gonna be happy with the change I mean, great. I, I'm happy with the reason for the change. I'm happy with the idea that we're gonna go forward with it. But it's just gonna yeah. be like, well, now my this particular show that I'm in love with, that I grew up with, basically, is gonna feel off in this one character. Not not the show, yeah, but just one character.
0: Until until you uh, until you adapt to it and and mm-hmm. it becomes a new normal for you.
1: I guess. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just I, maybe maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I just I, uh, again it. And you know, who, you know, they're not going to adapt the whole culture just for me. But what I'm just saying is that I just feel like maybe people feel the same way. And if they do, that's great. And I mean, again, dude, we move on. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cry about it in a sense. I just voice my concern and then go forward
0: and just embrace it and see see how it goes. That's all you could do at that point. I
1: just wonder who in um they who in... who, who they in, have been picked out in the Simpsons and stuff like that too. No, there there was a. a, a uh, a person's name that got floated around that i was looking into apparently he was on the wire i forgot his name it was like uh william something okay. okay um which i liked him i've seen him in, in movies and show like that um hopefully you know let's see how it works out the only thing i find weird is um i don't know i just feel like this especially when it comes to your voice your voice can be almost anything because, I mean, there's no voice that necessarily has to be in line with anything particular as far as your culture or whatever. So, it's like, for example, uh, Bart, is play, is, uh, Bart Simpson's voice is, is an older woman who, who voices that character. Yeah. So, it's like you would never tell. You would never think about it. Or even, you know, in... I say Family Guy. I think uh, 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 Seth, Seth MacFarlane voices about five or six different people.
0: That's true.
1: So, I don't know. I... I voice i would never have guessed this would would uh be something they'd try to do but hey continue forward
0: all right so the next thing on the agenda is uh dr disrespect um he is as of right now what we know is that he's banned from twitch for life permanently for- right permanently forever ever 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 so it's so I-
1: crazy because the thing is i'm not a twitch i'm not a particular twitch user yet i probably will get into it in time you have to i know um however you know i was introduced to twitch uh via my cousin chris uh, our cousin chris sorry so he you know he showed me through everybody and one of the people that he particularly showed me was this particular character and i think it was more of his introductory song was like something from dead mouse was it i think so yeah so he and things that wasn't cheap so is very like you know so basically shows the level of user that he was that he can afford such a you know such an introduction.
0: Yeah, he's been he's he's been streaming for years. Like a, I don't even know how long. Yeah, um, but he's very over the top, and he his ang- he's very he has a lot of angst, and mm-hmm. he likes to push it to the limit mm-hmm. and just enough that that he is that he pushes the envelope, like a shock jock. Yeah, like, like he he's going pretty he much tuning in.
1: Not because you agree with him, more like just to see what he would
0: say. Yeah, the shock effect of everything he does. Yeah. Uh he was. I know last year he was uh, banned for temporarily on Twitch because he went through. He would. He would did like uh, on Twitch. You could do live streaming. Yeah, which you could have a camera. And he went to the bathroom stalls on e, in E three. So they were like, "That's kind of inappropriate yeah. against our uh, guidelines and everything else." So I think the the uh, new thing now that. Uh, they're basing their band on him for permanent yeah is <clears throat> excuse me um his baseless like conspiracy theories on coronavirus and he's yeah. spreading all these conspiracy theories and and these uh and people are not liking it and it it falls in the lines of twitch's uh code of conduct
1: uh well man also think about it because i'm sure he wrote code of conduct many times i think what it what it possibly does is that is it falls in line with um um how about this liability. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, hey, he does some crazy stuff. People are offended. They are, you know, that's what it is. But if people watch something he says and for whatever reason that particular thing ends up causing their death and their family seeks, you know, they're not gonna go necessarily maybe I mean he might be have some money. But people when they come after somebody, they don't come after Necessarily the who's, who do the thing or say the thing. They go after the people that gave him the platform. Yeah. Because so that's yeah. that's one, that's the people that have the most money. And two, they're trying to decourage people uh, to give that platform to anybody else again.
0: Yeah. And he and he just signed a, earlier this year mm-hmm. uh, with Twitch to do a multi-year deal that he he only streams on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And it was like upwards of like $10 million a year. That he was going to be making through streaming. That's all up in the air and all. Now, I remember. I know we've talked about it before.
1: And I think I remember. I'm not sure where we left off. Um, Because I remember what was a Ninja had left,
0: right? Ninja left uh, Twitch to go to Mixer. Mm-hmm. And then Mixer uh, just shut down. Shutting yeah. down um, a couple weeks. And he, I think he has the option. Mm-hmm. Because they're backing out of the deal. Because they're shutting down. He could go back to Twitch.
1: So the question is, is there, let's say for this particular user, is there an alternative option?
0: Uh, the other option, and I've, I didn't want to bring it up mm-hmm. because this is just talks and rumors that I've read on that uh, Ninja, and I forgot what the other players, that they have the ability to start their own platform, their own streaming platform, which will be just exclusive to them and he he could be on he could, they could bring him on because for being be, big name streamers i know they cross paths in some place mm-hmm. and most of the times they play the same games so i know i would automatically assume like oh they cross paths and if, if if at this moment he gets he gets banned from twitch and then ninja is lead, has is, has the option an open option to like a free agent to go anywhere mm-hmm. And there's no current platform to hold him because the only the only other major one would be Twitch. He has the money that I feel that like he, he would could get. open up a server. He could yeah. open up his own servers and call it a Ninja Stream or whatever. Yeah, and pretty then, much. And then everybody would go to him to watch his gameplay, and then you could get other big name streamers to jump on his on his platform, and that would grow that business and and might meet, get competitive. But it's just in the atmosphere of how you have to bring it up. No, uh, I mean, it, it makes in. sense.
1: And the thing is, like, um you you go to Twitch because of the platform popularity. It's almost like Facebook, right? You know, I'm sure that there's other social media what networks like out like there. The alternatives. Yeah, Facebook? I'm sure there is. You know I mean? Think about it. Like, for example, I'm a single guy. I use dating sites. So, obviously, you know Tinder. You know, like, those, those big names. But then you have, you know, like, smaller names and people probably never heard of. Or... Not as many people I've heard of. I literally looked up for one for pe- doc- people that follow, doc- like, that are Doctor Who fans. Like, that's how, like, you, and that you, was you, super ghetto.
0: You're looking for a Whovian.
1: Yes. Whovian Love, I think it was called.
0: Whovian Love. <laughs> yes. Um.
1: So, yeah, I mean, but again, I obviously didn't have as much success as I have, like, on Tinder because of the amount of people that go on to these things. But if you're the one bringing, like, the people, like, obviously, anywhere he goes, he's going to bring a certain, a certain amount of people. Then, yeah. Hey. You know, to your own benefit, man. If you have the money to start a server and you have the clout to probably find sponsors to to kind of pay you money so that they can be sponsored and they can sponsor on anything. Go hey, by all it. means, man. Yeah. You know the
0: competition makes it good. expands the market. Yeah, it, it, it makes it, the world it, interesting. It, it makes it, it gives you know what it does. It provides a demand that more people are going to want to get a want on to. And what it, with that is that it, if he does do it, the smart thing is because everybody's either jumping to. Mm-hmm twitch or Facebook mm-hmm. uh, gaming and if he does his own platform I feel like there's gonna be a lot of uh, either l- no name or just starting streamers are gonna jump on there because I'm like you're you're not saturated at that market you're saturated in the market but if they go to this website th- there's there's either 10,000 people playing and out of the 10,000 you're gonna come up more frequently depending on the game you play. I know, people
1: finding you amongst the millions versus uh, people finding you amongst the... A few thousand. A few thousand or less than that. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, as long as the original owner, the original designer, the original person who puts it together has to kind of, like, have the clout to bring all those people back.
0: Yeah. So, let's see. So, I don't know if he has the ability. But he also had, like, a TV deal, too, I think. Really? But I don't know what would it be. I, I didn't. I didn't read further into the the that he had a potential TV deal, like a TV show or something. Hmm. But let's see. It could be. It could be a TV show, but it could be just straight YouTube. Because a TV show could make a deal, be like, "Oh, you're just gonna do a YouTube channel uh, off our off our platform or whatever, or off of whatever we have." But yeah. So, uh, last thing. Mm-hmm. before we get on to the nix's movie review yep yep uh it's announced today mm-hmm. that beavis and butthead is getting a reboot on through comedy central hmm. yeah i don't know how i feel about that i that's what i said i'm like i i'm not sure well because okay
1: uh, the thing is is that this is the this goes back to the whole reboot thing um Certain characters are created at a certain time to reflect certain societies. So just because of nostalgia nostalgic to try to bring a show back, it might be cool, but it doesn't reflect the society we live now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, um, for example, it was a, a, a full house. Yeah. Right. So they brought back full house. They brought back the same cast. But obviously the storyline is different. And I guarantee the jokes have to be different. And the mannerisms and all the everything the show has to be living. Why? Because we live in a different time. time. Yeah. So, although you're going to get, you might get the same show, it's not going to be the same show. So then, I don't know, at a certain, certain point, unless the storyline is like really more like universal over time type thing, I don't know how it's going to play out. Like, are people really going to be interested in, in that?
0: Well, with, their, with that TV show, a lot of the things was mm. they make jokes of whatever current event was going on. Yeah. So, I, I see them adapting. Uh, they are going to do with Mike Judd, which is the creator of Beeves and Butthead. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, Mike Jed was the creator of Beavis. and But... Okay. So they're they're already confirmed for two seasons and a spinoff. Are you serious? Yep. Potentially a spinoff. But I know they're confirmed for two seasons. I don't know how many episodes per season. On average, like how we've been seeing a lot of TV shows and cartoons, they're up to 12 Mm -hmm. episodes. Which is funny, because a lot... It used to be 24. You get 24 episodes a season. Now you're getting 12. But they're very... Focused and better writing. I'm surprised they didn't investing. just get a.
1: Sometimes they just get a pilot and see where it goes from there. But yeah, they got they got confirmed they two for, seasons. They yeah. got
0: confirmed for two seasons. No wait, is it going
1: onto a channel or a streaming network?
0: Comedy Central. Okay,
1: so that's true. Okay, so yeah. they'll be they'll be they'll both be on their channel. They'll be on an actual Channel. Okay,
0: yeah, and their streaming platform. But yeah, so I I read it and I'm like, initially I was like, ah, I didn't know about it because it's it's funny because one thing is uh my my brother-in-law, he calls me Butthead. Mm-hmm. He calls... He was like, yo, what up, Butthead? Because when he used to come over the house when he was dating, dating my sister, um, I used to watch Beavis and Butthead a mm-hmm. lot. And he was like, yo... And I, I guess I... He watched me watch it so many times he just called me Butthead from then. Or Beavis, depending on the day. But, yeah, so when it came up, when it came up I'm like... I was a little bit hesitant. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, I remember... They were making fun of Clinton jokes, but the only thing that's gonna take away or be different on it was the music videos that were. The, oh, the, they how used to they, watch music videos. All the and time, they right? used to rant and, and and they used to do like. Oh, Wasn't last sites? time you
1: watched a music video? I'm like.
0: That's the thing. The last time, well, I mean, the music
1: videos are obviously, but it's, it's always YouTube.
0: Coming. It's on YouTube, but this one they used to work. It used to make fun of like MTV and like Carson Daly. Or, yeah. They used to make fun of something while they're watching on TV. So I don't know. If they're going to mon- uh, make it more modern, it will be either through they're watching it through their phones and they're still making jokes.
1: Now, the thing is, is though their type of humor might not play out well. Uh, yeah, because they were, they, they were were crude. They were and crude, crude isn't as much as an issue that I have as the references they made to certain things, certain people, certain cultures. Yeah. That's where I'm like, uh, I don't know how it's going to play out. They
0: very to- They told the line a lot, even in their movie. Yeah,
1: but that's the same America. Way. Like we'll see, we'll see. I mean, again, I just, I just think it's weird when you're just building a show based in nostalgia rather than relevancy. Like you said, yo, like for example, like I've been hearing people bring say bring bring back Boondocks, like the Boon, uh, yeah, the kids. I think that's a great show to come back right now. Right now it's more prevalent than any other time, even when it's it when it ran in the first time. So that's a great show to bring back because it would actually be prevalent and relevant to you know this time yeah. what we're going through. But, like, to bring back just a show just because, hey, you remember this? Like, I don't
0: know. I just Yeah. Like, I, like how are we going to do? The five movies they should bring back as a reboot. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about next week. We yes, 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 yes. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break and come back with Nix's movie review. Can't wait. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. To Nick's movie review, and we have three movies today. So, no,
1: what's it, three movies? We yeah, want? we have
0: three movies. Is it three movies? Well, there's a short film. Oh, I guess we, that's a movie. Yeah, the, the, I'm like it, no, because when you said three movies, I'm thinking like
1: three full, you know, movies. Yeah, I'm like when you said short film, like, oh, that's right, there's film a short film okay. and two full length features. Yes.
0: So we'll start with the short film, I guess. And yeah, let's, let's build you, I'll, up to I'll, it. I'll let you hit it off. Go for it.
1: Okay, so the short film that you're referencing was one that was a fan-made movie or short film um, on uh, YouTube uh, based on the character from uh, Marvel Comics and and X-Men Comics, which basically is uh, Gambit. Um, So
0: it's
1: a, I mean. Gambit,
0: Play for Keeps.
1: Yes, Play for Keeps is the name of it. I would like to say it was a very simple plot, but it's not as simple as it as it maybe maybe they thought of it. So basically, he comes out of what it looks like a uh, some kind of bank robbery, and then he's taken to some kind of poker game. And there's a history. There's some stakes involved. Um, I'll let you guys watch it and, and see how you come out to the conclusion of that. It's a really short. I think it's like twenty minutes type thing. Yeah. Um. But basically, it's kind of like kind of like when uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds kind of did a short. Not to say film, but he did a short clip for uh, Deadpool before Deadpool was actually an existing character the way we know him now. Yeah. So, I mean.
0: So, I don't know if this was just testing the waters thing. You're capable to get Nate Bateman, I think it is. Uh, no, Nick Bateman.
1: Well, I don't know if you would get the actor. I don't know why. I just but don't But that's feel- the thing. I
0: think, I, I feel like they put so much. You could tell when a fan made movie is like super. Like this one, you could tell it's fan made because it was like a little bit. There was some images that were off mm-hmm. but the production was really good like
1: well yeah the the cgi or because a lot of it was computer generated like i mean in all honesty the only thing i thought was real was the like i felt like it was real is the car that when like when he came down from the building and the area where they played cards but and don't get me wrong again most of it's probably computer generated which is great it was beautiful but um i guess okay so my thing with it is i'm sure he did a uh, good job. Obviously, I, uh, I wish it was more detailed because you would think, especially if you're doing a fan made, that you would just go full, full fan
0: service, full fan, no,
1: just like, yeah, full fan service and go full details that like, you're going to create the character. So, I mean, he didn't, I mean, he had his signature gloves, but he didn't have his signature kind of like headpiece, headpiece, basically, he has like always has like a, like not a mask because it doesn't cover his actual face, but yeah. it covers the top of his head and goes around the bottom of his jaw. So that was kind of like it was like he has a, a a tight like a a tight like a tight compression shirt that goes all the way to the top of his head. He just cut out the face. Yeah, um, kind of wish he had that. And then the, the the red eye thing was only when
0: he would use his power,
1: which is not the way I remember it in the comics or the the cartoon, which was like he always that was just some that's how you always can tell he's a mutant no matter if he's using power or not. Yeah, because of his eyes he always had the black uh, the black pupil and then well whatever.
0: Well, the thing that killed me was the voice. That was another
1: thing too. It was like, that's that. there's very few things that I can say that Gambit is like signature for. Like, you know, you know you're going to get the Gambit character based on very few factors, right? So, the gloves are one. Yeah. His ability is another. But his voice, his, his mannerisms, the way he talks specifically, like, that's that's a huge thing. And that
0: Bayou talk.
1: Exactly. Which I felt like this one was, was kind of like phased. It was there, kind of, but it was phased out. And at, some, at certain times, I felt like, it went more because I know Bayou is a little bit more of a French uh it comes from a French origin.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's, it's from Louisiana. I just felt like it wasn't right. And it I it wasn't mean, right
0: and he, you could tell it wasn't authentic to how like he didn't sell it to me. I felt like it was super forced.
1: Like he, kinda like he was trying to trying to get into like uh, he the water boy from uh he was trying to get into Adam Sandler's character from The Water Boy. A
0: little bit, but more like this the 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 idea of like it felt it came across to me like they just told him like the day before, like, oh, you have to do this accent. Yeah. Like he got his lines down packed, but he was like, <laughs> Oh, you have to do like this accent. He's like, All right, let's see let's see what we come up with. And yeah. he I and he get he did a decent effort. I gave him some effort, but the execution wasn't there for me. But again, maybe like you said, this is
1: a, like a fan made, so this is who they got. Like this yeah, is what no, they have. That's
0: the thing. He's 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 an I, I think he's a he's pretty much I think I seen him in another movie. But my thing is the same way you said to, mm-hmm. about Ryan Reynolds doing a small clip as Deadpool, the one we know now, yeah. is to sell the ideas. Like, I could do Deadpool. And that's
1: why that's why I give all praise to fan-made trailers and uh, movies. Because if it's good enough, if it's got the fan service and it's got the the people backing it enough, it will show the need yeah. of this movie needs to exist. And maybe this movie might not, maybe it gives the fan service where it, like people want it. But not him. Not necessarily him or necessarily that story. Because I'll be honest with you, man. For something a fan made, it's always easy when the story is very simple. And I felt like this was way more complicated than it needed to be. Yeah, the ending was like too not much. Not even just the ending, just in no, general. It's like, oh, yeah, just in general. I felt like the whole setup, who the people were, and, you know, the I don't know. I just felt like the whole setup was a little bit more complicated than it needed to be. Um, yeah, I would have liked they, something. They
0: introduced too many characters in such a short frame to give them too much backstory that you're like. Uh, they don't need if it would have been just the two characters Mm -hmm. that's it and i'm just making an an intense moment between both of them butting heads throughout the whole event then i would have been like oh great great that's that because it was very simple there's
1: another character who was really intense that was there and at one point he's like watching towards the end he says he's part of the assassins and i remember that there was a um uh, Gambit had a feud between him and another because they were a clans. They weren't yeah. just he wasn't just an individual. He was part of a clan that showed him his skills and everything that he does. And there was another clan that kind of opposed him. So all of a sudden at the last minute to say that, well, I'm part of this. I'm like, you could have just made a movie literally just on that. They got picked up from the other clan and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was easy.
0: You're just add, trying to add too much.
1: Yeah, Add too much. Too much uh, information. But otherwise, I like the effort. I like the like the idea. Go for it. Go crazy with it. How many um, nickies? Oh, it still needs work. So I'll give it a two.
0: Yeah. Same here.
1: But you know something? Hey, watch, check it out. You know, if you support it, support it. And then maybe we might actually get a... A full a legitimate, feature. Yeah, a full feature, a legitimate movie. I mean, because... I know X-Men is kind of a a traverse situation right now because obviously they're still kind of getting back, getting, getting away from Phoenix. Um, Yeah. So why not just start introducing characters individually?
0: That's what they need to do. And then,
1: but I mean, this introduce characters that have not got proper introduction. Like I felt like there's a lot of main characters that got fan service and they're done. So let's get some, let's get something new. Let's get something like from the original, like beginning to end. It would be interesting that way.
0: Yeah, to slowly, slowly build that that universe with. Yeah, I think they should bring like blue, like B list characters
1: or C list characters. There's so many cool, interesting people. Like I know that they tried the the TV show with Legion, mm-hmm. which is a great show. I enjoyed it for when I when I did watch it. But I just feel like it it, it gets very complicated. I like guess it's, it's almost hard to, to to follow. Yeah, a little bit. But I, again, the character is very interesting and the, his power is amazing. Uh, cause technically it's a, I don't know if you know, Legion, he's, uh, Xavier's son. son. Yeah. And his powers is basically all powers. It's just, the problem is that every power is accessible only through a different personality. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's interesting in itself, dude. That's amazing. That'd so, be yeah. a lot
0: to introduce in one movie though. Oh, of course. But I'm saying it's like,
1: <laughs> you have characters that exist on that realm that do that, that kind of have that. I mean, think about it. You watch a movie just based on, on, uh, Sinister the whole movie just based on since no heroes no, just how he became who he is I mean yeah. I would watch that
0: just yeah that would be great to just start a, a whole like arc just with the villains aspect yeah and because, then I introduce mean, the heroes along the way
1: because I mean, you rarely have a character who is a villain from jump it's always something where they're either normal or they're a hero something happens that causes them to change their perspective and then they're the villain so I don't mind movies like that. I like movies where it's like they go from their normal person at the end of the movie they just they sit on the mantle of being the villain and then it ends so yeah I'm good I'm good with that one but um the next one is uh let's see um the next one is uh uh Eurovision yes no no, sorry we'll yeah Eurovision
0: we, is it Eurovision Eurovision
1: yeah Eurovision okay so if you if you haven't seen the trailer for this or anything like that it's on Netflix it's a Will Ferrell movie um I actually enjoyed it I don't know why yeah. that was gonna be kind of corny but I actually did Enjoy it a lot. Um, the music was great.
0: Oh, the music was memorable. Yeah, it, and what's funny is that Eurovision is, I think, is actually a competition. I'm sure it is that they held every year. And once, once it opened up with the with the their their Viking song. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be so cheesy." I'm like, "I don't know," because Will Smith is a hit. Uh, Will Ferrell's movies, yeah, hit or, a miss. hit or miss. I won't but say it's it. one of his classics. I won't say it's one of his classics, but it's definitely not one of his classics. But it's, it's good. It's it's memorable, but it's not one of his classics. No, nah, of course, it gets it gets honorable mention if it's on the list of <laughs> Will Ferrell movies.
1: Yes, I think it was. I think I like movies like this because it introduces you. They take the opportunity to introduce you to a new culture, new place type thing. Yeah, and I think I liked, and that's one thing I liked about it. The only thing I wish was a little bit more clear. Obviously, in these kind of movies, there's an obstacle um, in regards to certain things happening. Yeah, and I felt like the obstacle was not clear. Like
0: that—that that is true. Because you're like, is it focusing on this aspect or on this aspect? And actually, it
1: it because uh, uh, I happened to watch it after um, you and Val, and Val actually made that more apparent. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because I'm like watching, I'm like. I'm not exactly sure why he's, you know, they're acting this way, why this this obstacle actually exists because it yeah. wasn't really clear. So that was it. That was pretty much it. I, th- I wish the obstacle was a little bit more clear as far as what's preventing this from happening type thing. You know, if that was a little more clear, I think it would have been, it would have played better. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I enjoyed it. It was but fun I like, to watch. I, I
0: like the, I, and you know what's funny is what yeah. I like about Will Ferrer is that you know when he's going off, like off script yeah. a few oh. times. Mm-hmm. and it's just funny like he just caught he, you could tell like uh Rachel McAdams' character yeah. like just like micro broke, out, broke into yeah, laughter yeah bro uh, like broke character in micro like micro parts mm-hmm. that you could just hear her face and she's like and and it just Will Ferrell's ability to just go off script and just rant or just see a line you like just laughing throughout the whole time <laughs>
1: <laughs> um there were some scenes i was just like Cause you know it's funny. Like when it comes to comedies, I like jokes that land, obviously, and it's not yeah. that wasn't like this movie was full of them, but I like jokes that land. But I also like randomness, and there was just a sing along part it. it was just like, like every time that another person came to join the group, you are like, what, what, yeah, like where did this come from? What is going on? <laughs> like, so I, I like stuff like that. So I enjoyed the movie. The music was great, and I think the final performance, uh, there was a song that they they sang, and I I literally get in, got into. It. I was like, man,
0: this is a beautiful song. Yeah. So I I. I could see them doing a sequel. You think so? I could see them doing a sequel. Because I don't think, if I remember, because I, I saw it once. Mm. I don't think they won. Cause they didn't... No, they broke the rules. Uh, yeah. Oh, darn. You,
1: dude, you're giving a mad, man.
0: You're spoiling.
1: I don't know. I don't
0: remember. You're spoiling. You, you just spoiled it. No, you he spoiled is. it. Don't All say All right. That. I don't know. Well, Guys, just
1: watch it. We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we forgot
0: it. Forget it. <laughs> so,
1: anyways. Um,
0: so, yeah. So, I don't know if I, it, I, it, it opens up for a sequel. That's how I will leave it at that. Okay. You it think it op-
1: should open up a sequel?
0: Yes, mm. I think it will.
1: I think it's a one, a one, hot, one-off like fun movie to watch. I, I think I would watch this movie if I'm just like chilling at home and I want to watch something to make me laugh or just to kind of enjoy myself just right then and there. I'd watch it. Yeah. I wouldn't like literally invite everybody over to sit down and watch it again. But hey. Yeah, it's a feel-good movie. It's a, yeah, I it's like a I like feel-good uh, movies. Yeah, those are decent. You know what's a really good feel-good movie? Just to kind of uh, Bubble Boy. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite feel-good movies like when it comes to that. But yeah. It
0: wasn't that Jake Gyllenhaal's first yeah, movie? Yeah, it was Jake Hall's first feature. Well,
1: I don't know if it was his first because I thought Donnie Darko was before that. But yeah, it was a...
0: Oh, no. Donnie Darko was before that. But
1: yeah, it was a, it was such a... Just a feel-good movie. It was like... I just liked it. Um, okay. So that was that one. And then...
0: Wait. We didn't give any Nickys on this one.
1: Uh, let, oh, sorry. This one's going to definitely get three three Nickys. I give it three and a half. You give it three and a half? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I I just I think it's good, and I don't think it's I'm the necess- I don't really think the aside from the things that I mentioned, I don't think it really it needs more too much more. No, I'm, it doesn't. It's never gonna necessarily be perfect, but I think it wasn't meant to be. I think it was just a good, it was it was, a good it, it
0: it was, it was like they it came across like we knew this movie is not gonna like do great, yeah, but we know it's not gonna bomb. You know, what movie.
1: You know what kind of level of movie I felt like it was. It was kind of like um, what is the one with Adam Sandler where he just made it with a bunch of people like. Like from his hometown, uh, he did it with Chris Rock and all these guys together. Grown ups, grown ups. I think it was for like a grown ups. So it's yeah. like,
0: and I, you know something, I watched Grown Ups uh, a week ago, <laughs> two weeks ago. Sorry, and that's
1: what I'm saying. I, like I, I watched Grown Ups, and I was like, I don't think this movie was ever meant to be like a like a An- Happy Gilmore or anything like that. Like I think it was just meant to be like, hey, just a just a good movie. Just a good decent movie to watch, you know, right here and, and there, cause those
0: are the movies that you don't have to watch it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But you don't have you don't watch it once and now want to watch it again. No, they're just like, enjoyable. They're just enjoyable for the time.
1: They're just enjoyable co- like content here and there, you know, and that's so great. I mean, you don't have to have content that makes you feel engaged every time you watch it. Sometimes yeah. it's just fun to to just kind of like laugh, just sit back not. and
0: just enjoy the yeah. enjoy the show. Exactly. Literally, just just sit, just back, sit and back, and back and enjoy it. the yeah. show.
1: So there's that one, and then the last one, uh, movie-wise, I did want to bring up some other stuff, but the last movie I want to bring up is a King of Staten Island. Yes. I'm a little iffy on this one. I was really excited to watch it because um, I think it was uh, Apatow. Uh, um, I forgot the name of the director, but he's a great director. I, I enjoy a lot. I always enjoy a lot of his movies. And um, Judd Apatow? Is it Judd Apatow? Or oh. what was his first name? Judd. Judd Apatow. Okay. Um, I always enjoy his movies. Um, and kind of in the trailer, it kind of gave me hints of uh, Garden State a little bit.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Had had that feel.
1: That's what kind of felt in the trailer of it. Okay, so just so you, if you guys are not aware, this is uh, what's the main uh, character's name? Um, the actor David Peterson, not yeah. David Peterson,
0: Pete, uh,
1: Pete, Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson,
0: David Peterson, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete Davis- Davidson. Uh, was that not live? Um, this is a good. This is a really good coming of age story that's coming up. That's current. That's a decent coming of age story.
1: Yeah. And okay, so basically, the, the premise is uh, Pete Davidson's character is, is um, in his, he's in his twenties, um, and you know he's a likable guy. He has friends. He has he has somebody he's seeing, you know, whatever. His mother and his whatever, and he's just kind of still like he doesn't he doesn't want to move on. Like he yeah. has no desire. But the the reason for that is is um his father was a firefighter who passed away when he was a little kid. Yeah. And that seems to be like a that ver- carried on for so that long. that carried back. on for the rest of his life because that's literally almost every other scene where he's where people are trying to ask him to move on, he he comes back to somehow.
0: He's reluctant, and he always brings back that situation. Yeah, or that moment in time of his life. So, and that's very and the one thing with with that is that it's very relatable with people that do exp- have that type of that loss experience of, of experience of loss in their life as such a. From 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 example uh, from the movie is like it happened at a young age for him. Yeah. So with that, and I'm like, and looking at the movie, I'm like, wow. If I was in his shoes, I'm like, I think I would have reacted the same way at the age that he is doing it. So, and so luckily emotions- enough, I did. I haven't. I still have both my parents. But sometimes I, when I watch certain movies, like when it's like coming of age, I'm like, how would I feel if I was in their shoes? Like, I'm trying to experience it the same way, seeing it through their eyes, but like, in retrospect, looking at it through my own eyes to see well, to if be, it's relatable or if it's...
1: Well, to be honest, I don't know if you know this. Um, This is some something somebody told me. So, please, if I'm wrong, I do apologize. Um, uh, From what I was told, this movie is more based on him, actually, than anything else. It wasn't like he's an actor that they decided to play this role. I think he's... This is kind of for him because uh, I think he actually. Pete Davidson. He actually did lose this, from what I understand, what I was told, and I would have to literally search it right now. But I think he did lose um, his father as well. Uh, His, I think he did lose his father. um, At a young age. Yeah. So basically, this is uh, his his actual story.
0: Like a like a semi biopic of.
1: Yeah, kind of similar to Honey Boy.
0: Honey, yeah, that's what I was just thinking about.
1: Yeah, and actually, I like movies like this because, I mean, because I want to get back to art. I I love movies, but I. Movies to me is art, man. It's And I think that's where we just get lost, where it's like it, it goes from being, you know, you know, like it goes from being a Picasso to, you know, Hallmark card. Yeah. Where it's like we're just mass producing this stuff and not really focusing on the the art of it, man. And The substance. Yeah. And I I want that. I want to like because it's all transfer of energy, man. I'm telling you, you know, when you when these people make something and they they they, sh- they pour love, hate you know emotion into it yeah. it transfers that's the whole point you you know the artist is the, the artist throws feeling into something that feeling is transferred to the people that consume it and that's why movies like this are are good just because
0: the transfer I, of energy yeah
1: he's transferring the energy that he actually felt His based story. on stuff and you consume it yeah. you feel it you know and i i love stuff like that and i think movies like that should be made i mean i'm not gonna say this is like the perfect movie for me but because maybe I wasn't the person to receive this message the most because I didn't maybe experience it. I don't know,
0: yeah. But, but I still em- think it was you a good empathize movie. with him though. You, you no, have, I understand where
1: he was coming from yeah, definitely, you, you, and that you was the em- whole that you was empathize the point, with him yeah.
0: with his whole situation that he's going through, and that's and that's what it is is that it it gives that sense of if you don't if you haven't gone through it you under you you seen it in a exactly. first perspective that you empathize, but the people that do have experienced it they could reflect on their own lives as, as they experienced it when yeah. they had to deal with it. And they could be like, I remember that moment. I could remember. And I think that's like where
1: that. I, I kind of set myself up for failure a little bit because again, I brought up garden state, mm. garden state was that movie for me yeah, because that message, the things that they discussed and the, the, how it was portrayed. That's how I felt. That's one of the things that I felt like I had to deal with, you know, in my life. And I was just like, you know something I, I, I completely, I completely saw it and I felt it. And this one, as much as I understood how he felt, I obviously could not, you know, convey the same way because I that wasn't basically it was a great message that I understood, but it wasn't necessarily a message that you connected. It was for me specifically.
0: Yeah, like you felt it, but you can connect to it. Yeah. Because there's 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 nothing
1: wrong with it because not every message is for everybody. But no. And um, that's
0: and that's what's great about movies and films like this. Is that uh, the like you say, they convey a message that is gonna hit a certain audience that is experiencing it, but you also get, you also hit audience that doesn't, but also have those feelings to understand what you're going through.
1: So let me bring up something real quick before we get uh, one. I'll, uh, let me get to the Nikki's and then I'm gonna bring up something that just made this movie made me think. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it three and a half Nikki's.
0: Yep, that's what I'm at right with it too. I think it was
1: a great movie. Um, obviously, there's certain things I think I would have changed, but I, the, I don't want to say what they are specifically, just because I felt like you, as a person, have to go watch it, experience it, and maybe you kind of see it. Maybe I—it's I, not necessarily character choices or maybe more involvement with certain characters that I probably would have wished to see. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more of a, a to the eye of the beholder. Yeah. So you know, I think you should definitely check it out. Maybe, maybe I'm just nitpicking, but tell me if you see kind of little little flaws that you can't really identify that you. You felt maybe it could have been better. But anyways. Um, so I give that movie a three and a half. But let me ask you a quick question. What do you think about. Because when it comes to movies like this. I like that they explore different types of endings. Um, but obviously when it comes to more uh, high budget. You know. Um, uh, company movies. like Universal like that. They do more of a super cookie cutter uh, ending.
0: Yeah. I, I don't. Most of the times they're very they're foreshadowing or it's so repetitive that I'm like I know how it's going to end. But one and, thing I
1: do like is that even with certain movies, especially artistic looking movies, even if the ending is more positive, it's never like how know, cl- how clear how it's never like oh man, he he became this and he did this or or that person did that or that person went full on like they don't le- literally lay out the entire um thing for you like they don't show you the happy happily ever after like in very corporate movies they show you the happily ever after yeah and movies like this they don't necessarily show it to you what they more show you is
0: the the, the beginning of the that doorway
1: day. for happily ever after is open
0: it's almost like what they with movies like this mm-hmm. would show you and it's a great um the way you said it is like it it's like you just finished a book but you're at the first page of the next book you understand? Oh, you, mm. you just finish a chapter, like this one. You just yeah. finish a chapter that that the next chapter is going to lead into something else. But I just say book because um, it's just it's it's a whole new telling of a different story that's yeah. a, a, that's completely different from where the other one ended. Mm. And that's what that's what you said. Like that's why I like movies that it doesn't give you the whole the final the final picture. The,
1: the, the, it doesn't give you the final the happy ending. No, I've because heard. I
0: like the endings that that you like you have to think about like what's going to happen next. Yeah. I like and I, I like feeling that ending like I hate that feeling cuz I'm like I want to know what happens but then at the same time I like it cuz then I can use my own imagination and create that character mm-hmm. or whatever it is is still lit, alive in my world that I've made made for yeah. him. If you generate
1: your own your own path.
0: Yeah, I generate my own story and of what they would lead into. And I don't know if that's uh, you do that. I, I think that's no, right. no. I think it's
1: great. Also, another thing I think is great. Real quick about this one is, um, so okay, so, so when I watch it with some people, there were certain people that there was somebody. There's a character in right there that like people just he was so funny. Everybody just died the minute he got the screen. Yeah. Um, and he's very voiceless and very like over the top, and like man, he's such a funny guy. And I'm like, I'm like, and it, it, but the thing is, I told him like, but the whole movie's kind of funny. He's like, yeah, of course. But I was like, do you realize like. Like, cause think about it. Uh, I forgot the name of the. There was a person who played like the person dating his mom. Um,
0: oh, the the actor. Um,
1: why well, should know? Bill Burr, the comedian. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. And I like one thing I like about like movies like this is, and I think that's why, so many comedians do well with certain other types of movies that don't necessarily fit their genre, or, or because they're still funny because they know timing. Yeah. And I'm like, but you realize. Think about it. Uh, certain characters like Pete Davidson, uh, Bill Burr, a lot Steve, of other people Steve that Stew Well, Steve Bushemi is a mix, but yeah, like they are all other characters that would normally come out as a straight-up comedian, but in this one they play kind of like serious or quiet or straight, but they still come out funny because their timing. Exactly, they're timing. their comedic timing, stuff like that, and that's why I think is a lot of a lot of comedic actors can do well with other things because they still bring that kind of comedic timing, so they're still entertaining. Where while they like, for example, Batman. Uh, going back to the whole thing, um, uh, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael was, Keaton he, he, was a straight-up comedian as far as the movies he made, and he does uh, Batman. In the movie, he plays serious for the most part. You know, everything's serious, but again, it's back to his timing. You're still f- laughing, even though this guy's not really doing anything over the top or, or being too...
0: It's just he knows how to hit the mark. At exactly. The right, his serious
1: His serious tone can still convey, can, can still convey, and I think that's oh, a yeah. great acting thing. But anyways, um, but before we get into it, before we end anything, I, I just wanted to... There was two trailers I got to enjoy that I really wanted to bring up, just because they they just seem so interesting. I feel like I, I can't wait for them. Um, so the first one, just to start off with, was uh, one that has sent you the trailer for. It was called um, Palm Jack- Springs.
0: Oh, Palm Springs. Palm
1: Springs. No, that's fine. Um, so uh, in the in the trailer, you see, it's Andy and Andy Samberg, mm-hmm. and um, I don't remember her name, but it, she was the mother from. She was the person who actually ended up being the mother from uh how uh, how I met your mother. okay. Yeah. So she was the final character. So basically, just to give you a simple premise of it, it's almost like uh Groundhog's Day, but with two characters in this one very specific scene, in this specific uh environment. And I don't know why. I just felt like it left for so much good story as far as them doing it.
0: Okay. Because Oh ba- yeah, so oh okay, I see who you're talking about. Oh, I did see this trailer.
1: Yeah, so I thought it was interesting just because one, it, it started off with just him and then obviously it it, it it somehow got her as well. Yeah. And I don't know, it's it's interesting. Like, I mean, the whole idea of, of, of uh, you know, Groundhog's Day, whatever, is interesting to ge- itself. Yeah, because um, usually
0: those are redemption stories because you have to repeat the same yeah. day until you you are a better person, an overall better person than what you came in as. Mm-hmm. And you have to go through these child trials and tribula- tribulations to mm-hmm. get to that. And I think, and I don't know, this came off a little more comedic and I'm like, I don't know where it's going to get.
1: No, it seems like there's some serious tone to it, but yeah, I like a little bit. But I just, I don't, I, lo- I thought it was interesting. I liked it. I mean, just because it, I felt like it leads into a lot of possibilities and I'm hoping the story is interesting and good with it because obviously, you know, these two characters, maybe they don't know each other, maybe they fall in love or maybe they become the, the biggest connection ever just because they get to share it. Cause that's one thing that the original groundhogs, didn't, he didn't share with anybody. Yeah. He had to do it all by himself. So, so this one, he gets to share it. Um, so that thought that was cool. And I haven't seen Andy Samberg and something like this. So I would like to see him because I, I would like them as a, as a comedic actor. So the last one, and the one that dropped today, literally before I even came, uh, came, came over was, uh, the tax, co- the, uh, tax, tax collector, collector, which I feel like is going to be one of those movies that is going to it's either going to make a career or break a career. I don't know. The reason I say that is because, okay, so it's literally about um, gangs in L.A., um, specifically gang. I think that they're, they're, they're referencing was a Spanish gang, I'm guessing Mexican. Um, and, you know, they have a very specific culture, whatever. So this character who comes out and he basically is almost like the the cleanup man, the person that goes out and kills people and cleans up from them. And it looks like he's training somebody to take to do the same thing. Um, but the twist was the main character uh, was played by, um, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf. And it's one of the reason I think it's going to be one of those interesting movies is because I didn't see Shia LaBeouf. Like I felt like he gave himself to that role and I'm waiting to see how the movie plays out. He's a
0: very method actor. He is, is, but I
1: haven't really seen him anything where I feel like he disappears like that. I mean, maybe in Honeywood, but that was more personal, but. In this one, I feel like he does. He disappeared, and I want to see he, what he does. He also, does with he that. also
0: did in uh, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. That was another one. I haven't watched. watched that one. Watch that one. It was really good.
1: But that's what I'm saying. So, um And one thing, I, one thing, I, I you know, we we, we did kind of discuss a little bit, you know, beforehand. Was obviously you know with the culture we have now, we all you know, people you know they the the like whitewashing stuff like that. Um, will this movie be kind of blamed for it? But I don't think so. But either way, yeah. it's because, obviously, in a in a, in a, in a very strict Spanish uh, cast, you know, he's somebody yeah. who is, honestly, I don't even know really what his um, background really is.
0: No, I don't know either. So, but in all sense, he did, the trailer was amazing. I was like, yeah, he sold it for me. He's like, I don't see, like, you know how we always say, like, you could see the actor playing that role, mm-hmm. but he's like he, there's no other role, like, there's that you don't see an actor, you actually see a living human being. He disappeared, being. yeah, he disappeared yeah. into
1: who that's supposed to be, and I like, I like that, um, I know it sounds trivial, but I felt like any other actor you would have put in that role, they would have tried to mimic the, um, like, mimic a very specific accent, like, he would have tried to push an accent, and um, I think that he did not do that in this one.
0: Yeah, he no, he didn't. Yeah, he did it at all. He 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 sold it really well. So
1: uh, I definitely want to check that out. And again, again, I think that's going to be one of those movies where it actually might become a cult classic for that. So I um, can't wait to see what happens. Um, and then those are the trailers and those are the movies for the week.
0: All right, um, guys. Yeah. Any any other trailers that no no almost...
1: we, yeah we, we discussed it. I mean, there's trailers, but obviously not ones that um. Because there's a lot of trailers, but I had not one that caught my attention like that.
0: Yeah. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening and checking us out on this episode. As always, you can find us on our Instagram page, Facebook, and, tw- and I was say Twitter. I say <laughs> Twitch. Our Twitter page at Nerds in the City. We'll have a Twitch soon. But right now it's just Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys, have a great week.